All right, welcome to uh, number seven. Howdy. Already, yeah, it's Monday. Um, a lot of rain. Mm-hmm. Lots and lots of rain. It's been ugly weather. Yeah. Monsoon, yeah, it was lightning too, like right here at the end of the day. Yeah, special guest today, we have Henry. Henry Driscoll. Henry. Welcome, to the, welcome to the show. Introduce hey yourself. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Good to be here. Dream come true. Yeah. I mean, I know you've been an avid listener. <laughs> yeah, one of the few, right? One of the few. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I listened to uh, five and six so far because I heard that you know two and three were a little bit, a little bit shaky. Yeah, we, we were just working on the audio, and yeah. I think we've gotten a better place yeah, now. You guys seem to have hit your stride, though. I will say, yeah, five and, five and six were clicking. Yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> Good. But yeah, no. Uh, so Henry is uh, one of my pledge brothers um, from from school, and. He he likes podcasts. He likes listening to podcasts. And you know, this I think this is your first uh, your first guest on a, on a podcast. I do. I do. I am a fan of podcasts. I am pro podcasts. Uh, this is my first appearance on a podcast. So this is very new. How's it feel? It feels yeah, good. It must be exciting. <laughs> it's th- thrilling. It's pretty cool though. It's a nice little setup you guys got here. Yeah, it's 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 something to start with. It's not it's not permanent, but I think we got some uh, some plans for the future to go elsewhere, perhaps. Mm-hmm. So this is your old bedroom? This is my old bedroom, yeah. Should I uh, kick off Bear Facts? I was about to ask you, yeah. If you want to do some Bear Facts, go for it. Did you get a good, a good one for today? Yes, I do. Um, bears are very smart. They have been known to roll rocks into bear traps so they can just eat the food. Like fucking fat asses. <laughs> they roll rocks. That They'll set traps off so they can just get the food so like those typical bear traps that got those big old teeth on them yeah they'll just like toss a rock in there and it snaps and they're like ooh, neat yeah i wonder the first bear that figured that out i mean bears are big they probably got a big brain yeah i saw something today about a guy wrestling a bear like legit like it was obviously i, I think i saw yeah, that khabib there's a video of khabib wrestling a bear yeah just some, some russian guy just getting on top of this bear and <laughs> putting it down yeah. Dude, we gotta speak to to get khabib on here Dude, Khabib would be gnarly. I don't think he's even been on Rogan yet, so I don't think he has <laughs> either. We'll get him on here. Um, <laughs> so I had this thought: um, Has this ever happened to y'all where you'll wake up and you'll have this dream? Not only does it feel like totally real, like super realistic, but then after you wake up, it takes almost all day or like hours to just shake it. Like it messes up your whole day. It's just like processing. Not even processing it, but just like. Is it like a bad, like a weird dream? Not a weird dream, but it it just feels so close to reality that I, at least I do. Like I feel like I get into a funk whenever I have like a dream that was. I, I do know what you're talking about. Like the first few hours, the start of your day, you're just, you don't know. Yeah. Like what's going on. It's, you're still like living in that dream world almost. Yeah. I know what you mean. It just feels odd. Like, I don't know. I it happened today and that's the reason why i bring it up i was like i woke up and i was you know going to work and driving i was like still kind of in this fog of my dream realm existence it was i don't know it happens more often than i wish it would because i feel like i have i don't know like it it takes away from my ability to like live in the the present Mm -hmm. i just feel groggy you guys ever lucid dream I have not, but I've I've heard like the way like if you I've never lucid dream before, but I've heard the way that you like start to lucid dream or like if you don't 
normally do it. You you keep a dream journal. Yes. And yeah. you like write down that. your dreams so that. That's what I was gonna say. And yeah. it helps you remember your dreams a lot better. Yeah. Usually, you know when you wake up and like you don't you know that you just had a dream, but you don't know what the heck it was. If yeah. you keep a dream journal every day and write your dreams down, you like remember your dreams way better. And apparently, you can if you do it enough, you can start lucid dreaming. I don't even know what lucid dreaming really is, but it's, it sounds cool. <laughs> I, I've heard it's the thing where, like, when you're in a dream, you realize you're in a dream, so you can just do whatever Control you want. Yeah. yeah, I've definitely done that before. Like, I've God, I've recognized so much fun. I've recognized that I was in a dream because, like, something will happen in a dream, and I'll realize, like, uh, uh-uh, uh, that's not that's not real life. Things don't work that way. I'm like, I'm like all right, I'm in a dream. Yeah, I can do whatever. I can do whatever I want now. God, that's never happened to me. That's that usually what, fun. that's usually what happens. I'm like, okay, I'm definitely in a dream. Like, this isn't real, and then. I'm like, all right, bare hands. I've got them now. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Going back to bear facts, um, who would win? A bear, a grizzly bear, or a gorilla? Mm, gorilla hits hard. They are very strong creatures. I and would have bear, to go with a bear, though. Yeah, yeah I'm, think, I'm leaning towards bear, too. A bear is the right answer. Yeah, they, I think they outweigh bear, gorilla. by more than double the size and weight, I believe. I know that they're over, like, 1,000, 1,200. Yeah, bears like polar bears to be specific. They when they stand on their back legs, they go up to eleven feet. But like normal bears, probably go anywhere between eight to ten. But not even that. So like me and Henry were just having this conversation a second ago about having being a, a wrestler or like having knockout power. With, you know, mm-hmm. gorillas have the knockout power. Oh but yeah, bears will wrestle the shit out of you. Yeah, but bears also have five inch knives on their hands. Exactly, yeah, and they got, and they got a, a bunch of them. Fucking ten of them. Yeah, in their mouth too. Yeah, 42 teeth. Yeah. Wait, what? 42? Yeah. How do you How know that? Humans don't have? ask me questions. 20-something? I don't know. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's somewhere in the like 20s. 26, I think. 26. Yeah. Right. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to mislead. Sharks, but, on the other hand, just unlimited. Yeah, they, they fall out, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Didn't you say that, Brandon, you said the lifespan of a shark tooth is like two weeks, right? Something like that. The lifespan of a shark? Tooth. Tooth. Uh, I don't think it's too. Uh, it might be, but no. Humans nice. have humans have thirty two teeth. Thirty two. Thirty two. Yeah. I'm trying to see how long did shark teeth last for? Two weeks is the lifespan of a mosquito. Brand were ta- Brand and I were talking about this the other day. Only female mosquitoes bite. Really? Yeah, because they need our they need proteins in our blood yeah. to uh, make their eggs. That makes sense. So only the females. And they only live so for two weeks. What do the males do? Are those the ones that just like buzz around your ear and annoy the fuck out of you? I think the males are just trying to fuck. <laughs> they just trying to smash. Yeah, it turns out in a lifetime, a typical shark will go through 20,000 teeth. Holy <laughs> 20,000 teeth. That's badass. That's a lot. Oh, it's there's another one that says 50,000 teeth. Yeah, they go through teeth really quickly. I want to see. Yeah. Yeah. So there's just the ocean floor is scattered with it's, shark teeth. I mean, it says, I mean, that's why you can go to like any gift shop on the yeah. beach and they just got thousands of shark tooth necklaces because they find them all over the place, I'm assuming. It says if one of their teeth falls out, another spins forward from their rows. What? And rows up, rows of back teeth. So they that's, have they have like rows of teeth that yeah. go back and back and they just kind of move forward. That's, that's OP. <laughs> yeah. Sharks should not, well, they're pretty dumb animals, but yeah. They're definitely not as smart as dolphins. They're not very dangerous to humans, though. Like, they really don't kill that many people. Yeah, I remember, who was it? I think, well, like that guy you mentioned, Mark Rober, he did, like, a, a an experiment to see how aggressive sharks were. 
And it turns out they're really not. And they like tried it with different types of blood to see if they were attracted to. Yeah, I watched that. I That's think what they were, what they were most attracted to was fish blood. So they put like human blood in the yeah. water, and they put like dead fish blood in the water, and they were all over the fish blood. Yeah, so they're not like innately attracted to us as food. I've heard that some shark attacks when you're if like a person is laying on like a on a raft with their arms and legs hanging off, it looks like the belly of a seal. So oh. sometimes people on rafts will get just gobbled up. Yeah, so there's an average of 80 incidents annually, and only 13 remain fatal. 13 people die annually from shark attacks? Yes. Hmm. This is worldwide? Yeah. Yeah, that's not that many. That's really not that bad. I mean, gosh. Ten of the sharks that killed people were confirmed to be unprovoked. So three people were just dipshits and said, hey, look at that dipshit. And the shark was like, no, you're the dipshit. Yeah. Today. <laughs> I mean, I think we talked about this too, bear versus shark, still bear. I think bear is the apex predator of the world. Yeah. I mean, it, if the bear is in the water, it depends on what shark you're talking about. Because a great white shark will probably gobble that shark, that bear up. No, I disagree. Really? Fully. I mean, that's crazy. You've seen a bear swim before, at least a polar bear. Yeah, I mean, they're aquatic animals. They are amphibious creatures. Polar bears are known as like marine life, like they're classified as marine mammals. Yeah. Hmm. I don't want to tread on your bear facts, but I'm pretty sure that uh, a polar bear can swim like a ridiculous amount. Oh, yeah. They can swim 100 miles without yeah, stopping. Yeah. Miles. That's badass. Yeah. 100 miles from from here in past San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Crazy bears. No, wait. Yeah. Yeah. So, Henry, how uh, do you live your life by like a schedule? Like, do you have like a calendar and you keep things track? Like, you keep track of things and you have like times that you want to be at certain places and you know, constantly. Yeah, I, I try to, um, especially this last, this past year with, you know, just never having to leave your apartment. I right. try and schedule like, okay, I'm going to work out at this time. I'm going to you know, do schoolwork from this time to this time. But I'm pretty dynamic. I'm not a super process oriented person. So when, like when I'm working right now, you know, nine to five is when I work and then I try and work out right after right after work and then eat dinner and chill. So it's pretty, it's pretty easy schedule. Like, and when you're working most of the day, you know, it's, it's just kind of how it works, but I like to do a lot of to-do lists. Like that's kind of how I operate. So I'll just not really base it on certain time, but just like what tasks I need to get done. So just keep like a general list of things that you want to accomplish and then just do it as you see fit. Yeah. Just chip away at it. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, I like to do lists. That's kind of how I, that's how I do my process. Yeah, I kind of relate to that. Whenever I do something or like I finish something, like if I finish working on my computer, like on my business, like at the end, I just kind of run over everything and think about like, what am I going to do next time? Whenever I sit down, then I just kind of cement that in my brain, get up, and then whenever I come around to it again, mm. kind of just know what I'm going to do. And I feel like I'm probably the most extreme. <laughs> From this standpoint, that, that if you know what, my days are always very open, and I've always been okay with you know audibles and changing plans like on the spot and going oh, yeah. doing something else. Some people can't do that, and I I, yeah. I get it because some people have to live by a schedule. It doesn't mm-hmm. go according to plan, and you know they feel bad or like they they feel unproductive. It's like with me, I mean, especially 
with the the line of work they've been doing for the last two years. I mean, like anything can happen. So like yeah. someone could call at two o'clock and say, Hey, I need you to come out right now. I'm like, all right, I'm coming. Like, I, it doesn't matter what I thought I had planned. I'm yeah. doing this thing now. And I'm very okay with that. I think recently I've tried to make a more conscious effort to plan things ahead. Cause I know mm-hmm. sometimes it can get, get kind of sloppy, but as long as I have like a couple things planned for the future, I can still kind of live pretty, pretty free, pretty freelance, just doing whatever yeah. as it comes, you know? I feel like the most fun like trips or if you're, if you do something like random that you don't plan and it just happens, those are always the most fun. Yeah. Just kind of going with the flow. Yeah. Those are great times. Yeah, no, I, I agree. But Major, you mentioned your, uh, your business. Yes. Uh, I wanted to ask about that. So you're just, you're selling stuff online. Yes. I have opened up an e-commerce business. Uh, I launched yesterday. Um, Yeah. You got any other questions? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That is, that is the end of question. So what does that mean, e-commerce? Do you buy something, what, like on eBay, or where do you buy stuff from, and then you just resell it? My website kind of just connects the customer to the actual source. Um, so you're like a broker, kind of. In a way, I would, kind of. But... Um, God, I don't know why my mind just feels really dry right now. I have to say, you are not feeling it. Am I making you nervous? No, I'm not nervous <laughs> at all. Um, you look nervous. I, I, I am so dry right now. I don't know. I mean, he just asked you a question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you're kind of like a middleman. Yes, I'm. So I'm, you're connecting, uh, you're connecting your customers to the source. Yeah. Product. So then, are you selling products? Um, I'm selling other people's products. I'm helping like the other people get their products out there and I'm kind of just, I'm, I'm the middleman in that aspect. So if you didn't exist, what would the manufacturers do? Um, someone else would do this and use them. I mean, so you make a percentage of the, of the sale. Yes. Um, uh, it, I'll get the product for say $6 and then I'll put it on the store for, eight dollars i don't really shoot for huge profits on each product i'm just kind of because the thing about it is athletic wear like nike shirts and shorts are like 40 bucks each so you're almost at a hundred dollars and you don't even have a complete outfit yet so i kind of just get i I pretty much put my products on there for what i get them for just because it's so expensive nowadays to get clothes so what's stopping people from going straight to the manufacturer and just cutting you out altogether uh, if they know how to do that, then go for it. Do you need some kind of licensing to do it? Um, nothing has come across yet. Hmm. Have you made any sales yet? I have. I've made a handful. Nice. Oh, good. What kind of advertising are you doing? Um, I'm promoting on Pinterest and Snapchat right now. It was actually kind of funny. Whenever I was hanging out at David's earlier, um, Catherine sent me a screenshot of a group chat that her friends are in, and I'm running ads on Snapchat, and it popped up on like her stories page and she screenshot and was like, Oh my God, major's business is on my phone. That's crazy. Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. Oh, so you've sold a handful of things so far. Yeah. Do you have a bunch of products in your store? I have roughly 80. Oh wow. Um, there's about 60 combinations of like shirt and shorts for men and women. And then 20 like accessories, jump rope, resistance bands, water bottles, towels, you know, you name it. Well, not you name it yet. Uh, since it was just launch, uh, I'm not shooting for 
you know, having the most expansive store yet. I just want to get the plane on the runway. I would say I've turned the gas on and the plane's starting to roll, but uh, I still got some more work to put in before it's kind of a, you name it, it's there. Interesting. So are you going for like an Amazon? Um, yeah, kind of like a just are you a trying to compete directly with Amazon. Ooh, I could sell on Amazon, but um, do you guys ever get those ads on YouTube and it's like I made three thousand dollars in sales today on Amazon? Yeah, I think I've seen those. Yeah. I've never watched a full ad just because it's against my principles, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I always kind of wondered what that was. But I never looked into it. Because I'll see a bunch of people like advertising it on Instagram and stuff. Like people will pay popular Instagram accounts that mm -hmm. advertise like, oh, you can do e-commerce. Like, look at all these great things. And I'm making all this money. Yeah. My profits from the past month. So clearly a lot of people are doing it. And I've seen plenty it's, of stories. On it's growing by roughly like 3,000% every year. So at some point in the next like 23, 20 years of our life, it's a, like the online shopping is moving from like physical to online and this is just a very expansive time for e-commerce. It's kind of the beginning. Not the beginning. I'd say the beginning was five, ten years ago. But with Shopify, Shopify came around 2017, 2018 area. So That's right, yeah. This is somewhat new. But I wonder what will end up happening when there's no more retail stores you can go to and it's yeah. just everything is online. You can't go try out clothes. You got to know what your size is. You can't yeah. see it for yourself. You can't feel it. That's the one thing I hate about. I've only had a few. I've only ordered clothes online maybe five times. I, the last time I did it, I had a bad experience with Amazon because they put... I was getting basketball shorts and the, the kind that I wanted was like a very soft synthetic. And whenever I got them, they were full cotton. And then like a month later, you stole them from me. But I don't know what happened to them. Nice. It's good well, to know. Well, okay. I didn't steal them from you. I swear I've seen them around here before. You pirate my shorts all the time. I definitely do not. You do. You know what? If you need some, they're all here. Yeah. You fucking got them all. I've just taken one pair every now and then. and then Every I now and then, I have three, and then I go down to one. I'm like, shit, I got to get more. Well, and then I got to go spend $40 on another pair. Well, guess or, what? Now I'm going to spend 15 on mine. Or you can buy stuff from your own store. Exactly. For $42. <laughs> you guys ever heard of the company Bonobos? I don't think so. They're pretty cool. Um, they've been around for a few years. I don't know how long, but at least four or five years. Um, but it's a pretty, it's, I think it's cool. It's like, it's just nice clothes, you know, button downs, khakis, you know, just sort of nice dressy sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. But they don't have, you can't buy anything in the store, but they have clothes in the store, but it's only to try on. And then you put in your sizes and they'll like measure you or whatever. And then they ship them to you. Interesting. So they don't have any inventory because like all those stores like Gap and everything, they've got like so much money in inventory just in the store. So they don't have they don't have any inventory. They yeah. just have stuff that you can browse and then they have more stuff like on the website. So once you know your sizes, you can just go on the website. But That's the great thing about um, like e-commerce drop shipping is you don't have inventory risk. I'm shipping straight from my supplier and I just put their address on it. Well, that's why e-commerce e is growing as fast as it is because it's so much... There's, no, there's just way less risk. Right. You know? it, makes, it just makes more sense in general. Yeah. 
for and like Henry was talking about that place where they don't keep an inventory they just figure out what size you are then they ship it to you and they just have one storage facility and they just do everything out of there and you get it when you get it yeah i wonder if it also has something to do with the convenience of it just going to your front door or that where people you know especially now with covid and stuff like you can people are afraid to go to stores afraid to be out and doing things where you get your groceries online, you get your clothes online. I mean, everything. I mean, you think of anything on Amazon, you can get it and it goes straight to your door. Maybe it's a lazy thing. Maybe it's... Yeah, America. Well, they have it in China, too. Oh, yeah. I wonder if they have it in Europe. Because I know there's, there's a China Amazon. I forget what that's called, but I'd be surprised if they didn't have the same thing in Europe. Or at least the UK. Uh, one thing I've started doing recently, I actually did this, I think, yesterday. Um... I was getting in line for getting a Coke at the uh, gas station, and there's a person in front of me and a person behind me. I just got this weird urge. I look back, and I was like, hey, you like spaghetti? And he was like, yeah. I was like, good, yeah, me too. And then I just looked forward, and it's like nothing happened. You probably thought you were high as (laughs) <laughs> but um, or maybe he thought you were in. Maybe he thought you were into him. That was like spaghetti was a secret word. Oh God, I, what have I done? <laughs> yeah, spaghetti code for something. No, but he was like, "Hey, what's spaghetti code for?" What would you ask that man? You don't want to ask questions. You don't want to know the answer to. You don't even know the answer to that. Well, why? Why did you? Why did you feel the urge to ask him if you like spaghetti? I don't know. Did I was you just a chuckle out of it, or, or what? Yeah, we both actually laughed because he was like, "I thought you were about to tell me some like life changing advice about how to cook spaghetti," and I was like, <laughs> "I like I turned forward and I was like, oh, what do I say? What do I say?" And I, was like, I reached back and I was like, "Crushed basil, just it's that crushed basil." Yeah, I didn't know what to say. She put me on the spot. My gosh, spaghetti! You know, because we talked about it on the podcast like a few episodes ago, how like uh, random interactions with random people. I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, no, I remember that. That was uh, episode five. See, See, even he knows. Henry knows. Henry knows. God, what an avid (laughs) listener. Yeah. Yeah, no, you were talking about how you get, like, uh, you know, little interactions at the grocery store or whatever, and that gives you joy. Yeah. So that's just something like that. Asking a random person. Well, I guess the spaghetti thing is an example. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, like, part of the reason I used to do pranks in, like, eighth grade and freshman year is because... I just kind of wanted to be that person that goes home to their family and says, you won't believe what the fuck I saw. I think that's just, it makes me happy if I can make someone walk away from a situation saying that. I mean, making him laugh, making, doing something crazy. Yeah. Making so, people laugh makes me happy. Also, yesterday, I didn't tell you this. Yesterday, I was over at Ben's and I was leaving to go work out. And I was in, I mean, I went in, I walked in, I was inside for about 20, 25 minutes and I put my stuff on. I was walking out the door and all of a sudden there was a shopping cart just right oh, in front of the door. Gosh. Just, it's just there. There's a shopping cart. And I, I turned to Henry and I go, did you put this here? And he's like, no, I've been here the whole time. And then I called Ben and I was like, did you put a shopping cart in front of the door? And he's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, what the heck? So some random person just left a shopping cart right in front of the doorstep in the 20 minutes that I was inside. And so a- then Amazon. Probably no. It was actually a Home Depot shopping cart. Oh, it was actually just around the corner, but across the highway. So I don't know how it got here. Yeah, and uh, it was on what? What his apartment's on like the third floor or something? No, it's actually on the first floor. Oh, on the first floor. Okay. So it's 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 accessible. You don't have to go up any stairs or jump in an elevator. But 
Yeah. It was so strange, though. It, it mean, all happened so fast. I mean, gosh, it was <laughs> insane. And then you were, and then you decided, let's bring it inside. Yep. Uh, and then Ben came in and was like, why the hell is there a shopping cart in my <laughs> living room? So I moved it out. I moved it out yesterday, and then I came back to pick him up today. It's still there. Still there. Still in the hallway. So whoever whoever left it, they forgot about it. Or whenever I put it inside, they're like, dang, it's gone. <laughs> that sucks. So someone's missing a shopping cart, which doesn't actually belong to them. It belongs to Home Depot. Well, how about you be a good person? And return to Home Depot? I mean, are, just, is chivalry dead? I mean, I was planning on pushing you down a hill in it. That would be fun. That works. We can cover your bubble wrap or something. I'll take like a shot or two before, just so I don't really feel the impact. Mm, that's a good idea. But yeah, now that, that shopping cart's still there. It's, uh, it's kind of crazy. Going back to the other day, well, this kind of ties in with what Major was saying, with just like funny little interactions. You guys were talking about it on episode six when uh, we had to move that dresser in. Yeah. To those. Uh, to those. Yeah, yeah. You're people. the one that helped me with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that well, that whole thing was ridiculous, which was hilarious. But when uh, the like the the thing at the end was when they offered us beer. Yeah. I'm mad at you because how you were like no 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 i was like these people don't even speak english like this would be hilarious if we just went in there and drank beer with them and we had no <laughs> idea what we were saying i didn't even think of that yeah i guess we had a, you had a, we had a drive and stuff we were, we were moving i mean but also we're kind of hungry trying to get some food yeah, at the same we were time starving it's true but i mean she flautas. she <laughs> she turned around, yeah, she's like they want to cook for us so. she's like beer and i was like uh no i mean i don't i don't, I, I don't drink <laughs> You know, that was actually really funny. I mean, actually, now that I think about it, we should have gone in there and just cracked a beer with them. Yeah, and just, just see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just see what ridiculous. happens. Yeah, but then that guy was just sitting there and drinking his orange juice, watching us put that thing together. Drinking an orange juice shirtless. Like yeah, he wasn't wearing a shirt. Yeah, that was a strange situation. Do you have a problem with that, Brian? No, it was just like, I, I guess he wasn't expecting us. I mean, he didn't even... Or maybe he was expecting us. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, maybe he was, maybe he liked what he saw and he wanted to feed us some beers and see what happens. Maybe he was doing exactly what he wanted in that moment. Just sat there and watched us. Um, man. So you go to Henry. You go to New York on Friday, right? Yes, sir. Six a.m. flight. Man. So what's a what's a typical day in upstate New York like? I did want to ask you about what New York life is like. Um, well, I live upstate, so it's not, uh, I'm not really in the, in the city, but, uh, I'm a super small town. There's only 30 kids in my eighth grade public, uh, public graduation. There's only 30 kids there. So pretty tiny town, but going on, going out to the beach. So that'll be nice, but that's not a typical day. Um, I mean, in the summer, just trout fish and drink beer at night. That's pretty much it. Pretty pretty low key. I think Major and I went to upstate New York at least once. Went to Cooperstown. Mm, Cooperstown, yeah. yeah, that was that's in uh, New York. Was that New York? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, Cooperstown's in New York. Because I remember we we uh, we stayed like three nights in in the city, and yeah. then and then we took a train up to Cooperstown. Yeah, I've only been in New York once. Yeah, Cooperstown's like, sweet. Huh? I want to go to Central Park again. That place is cool. Central yeah, Park's pretty cool. It's very cool. Some of those apartments there are nutty, wicked. Oh my gosh, yeah, They're just right on the park. And just so much money, but everybody's leaving New York. It's pretty sad. Yeah, everyone's, a, everyone's coming here. That's what I've been hearing. Yeah. 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 What about the Buffalo Bills? 
Everyone's coming here. Did y'all see that? What are you talking about? about Talks it? about Buffalo Bills coming to Austin. Who's talking about that? Did you not see that? It was all over. Even though it's been in the talks for like 10 years. Really? Yeah. That would be cool. There was someone trying to buy the bu- the Bills like 10 years ago that they were all like, no, 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 no. He's going to move them. I don't know. I don't think the people of Buffalo like are religiously like support the Bills. Wow. The Bills so Mafia. I had no idea, actually. I just looked this up. It goes ATX updates. The Austin Bills. <laughs> so it's a tweet that goes. Yeah, let's keep them in Buffalo. It sounds better. Austin, Texas could be the real. I feel game. bad for people of Buffalo. Mm-hmm. If they lost their Bills, what would they have left? Uh, Snow. I mean, they had the, the Blue Jays there for a little bit, I think. Weren't the Blue Jays playing? The Buffalo Blue Jays. No, the Blue Jays were playing in, in Buffalo, I think. No, and they no. just they just moved back to the Rogers side. Oh, oh, you mean because of COVID or whatever? Right, and they couldn't play in Canada. Oh, I was like, yeah, but I don't sure think that the people of Buffalo like adopted the Blue Jays as their team. I don't think they really cared. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. They, they still have the Sabers, the hockey team. Oh yeah, the Sabers play. They play in Buffalo. Yeah, I was trying to see. Yeah, uh, yeah. So they. Uh, yeah, the Blue Jays finally just moved back to Canada. They're playing the Rogers Center again. But I think, yeah, they were playing around Buffalo. I guess it wasn't exi- like Buffalo, the town, the city, but at least around there. Um, but no, the countryside in New York is beautiful. If you go up, upstate. Toward- yeah. I live on the Hudson River. Okay. So that's very that's pretty. cool. Down in the city, it's nasty. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's really dirty. It's but like when you water. go, yeah, it's, it's just yucky. Because it's the city, so, you know, yeah. there's bound to be stuff that just gets into it but when you go like an hour north of the city up by Maine, a little bit south it's really pretty we do a lot of striped bass fishing um my dad has a boat so that's pretty cool it's definitely a bucket list thing yeah I mean, no, if no you boat. have a boat you you know you, you made it so that's what i want to do have you seen those rats in new york city those monsters not with my own eyes thankfully you've heard some stories though i've heard i've heard, I've heard myths yeah <laughs> <laughs> myths so tell me, what's it like Wait. being a Jets fan? You know, I usually stop watching by week four. <laughs> That's like, pretty early. I go into the season like, all right, we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, a couple moving pieces. Um, but then by week four, I'm like, this is ridiculous. I'm not supporting this team anymore. Like, I still like them, but I'm not going to watch that shit show. That massacre. Yeah. I mean, this year. I like I've Zach been, Wilson. I like Zach Wilson. I like Sala. Uh I think that's his last name, Robert Sala or something, our new head coach. Um, he was the 49ers uh, defensive coordinator, but okay. he is a badass. So we'll see what happens there. We got basically they cleaned house in terms of coaches. We've got a new quarterback. I kind of wanted Deshaun, but, you know, that kind of went up in flames. Yeah, so whatever happened with Deshaun? Did, is there ever a, no. a resolution? He requested a trade. And then the Houston said that they weren't going to trade him. And then seemingly, like, coincidentally, all this stuff came out with he was getting, you know, hand jobs from masseuses. Right. Uh, and then, yeah, and then the trade talks kind of stopped. So I, I feel like Houston. I guess he's staying I think in Houston. There's something going on there. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I kind of felt, I mean, it's kind of a scummy move to. And jobs from <laughs> massage workers, but I don't know. I don't know if it's true. I mean, maybe it is. Um, now there was like 25 women. Oh there. my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> no moderation. 
I mean, everyone everyone that says that they know him thinks he's a, he's a stand-up guy, so. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think that that makes him a bad person. Uh, forgetting hand jobs? Forgetting hand jobs, if it's consensual, you and know. Massage parlor. I don't know how you can force someone to give you a hand job. Uh, <laughs> we're getting into some weird, <laughs> weird territory. Yeah, here, unless you have a weapon. True. But like I said, he's a stand-up guy. So why would he have a weapon? Why would he need to? It's like, hey, I'm Deshaun Watson. But also, <laughs> it's got to be some sort of weird fetish thing because he is an NFL quarterback with yeah. tens of millions of dollars. Yeah. So yeah. why is he getting jobs? <laughs> why is he paying massage women to <laughs> jerk him off that, under the table? That's like what, that's what doesn't make you sense could to me. literally just go anywhere and you will have Girls women will all over free. you. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where the I. Part of that story doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, I heard this thing the other day on a different podcast. Not, not you guys. Oh, <laughs> but, no, uh, we, weren't, we weren't first. <laughs> Maybe you guys said it in episodes one through four. I haven't listened yet. But uh, it's basically like you don't understand someone's fetishes. Like the fetish, like a fetish only makes sense yeah, to that I've person. Not talked about that. Yeah. What? Sorry. What were you saying? Nothing. No. Uh, Good interruption. No, Major is saying that you haven't talked about this, which oh, okay. uh, I don't think you have, but okay. now you can. But well, well, I don't know. It's not really much of a conversation starter, but it's if basically like fetishes are, like only make sense to the person that has them. Like if you don't have a certain fetish, like like for me, I personally don't have a foot fetish, so that just sounds absurd to me. That's like <laughs> likes feet. Like I don't understand it. Right. But it, it, it really only makes sense to the, Shut the person. Shut up, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm not <laughs> judging. Kidding. I'm not kink shaming you. You big fuck guy, Major? Big fuck guy? Yeah. I fuck. He wishes. A foot guy, I said. Oh, <laughs> no. Uh-uh. I am not a big foot guy. Okay, I misunderstood so you, that. You know what I heard? Hmm. One out of three people it has a foot fetish. Really? It's well, then it's got to be one of us. <laughs> I'm looking at Major. You never said You haven't that, denied it yet, bro. Yeah, you haven't denied it, so I think our answer is clear. You know what? I don't have to say anything. I'm just looking at Major. I swear. You're looking at his feet. Yeah, you're trying to find <laughs> my feet. That's what you're looking at. I can't even see your feet. They're under the table. But, um... <laughs> sorry, back to New York real quick. Um, oh, I do have a question about that. Uh, you ever seen Spider-Man? In like, real life? Yeah, like you ever seen him webbing through Manhattan? No. Mm. Unfortunately, I yeah, wish that would have made my childhood. Yeah. Bro, right. going back Spider Man. Um Did you do are we Toby Maguire guys? Or oh, yeah. I, I do like this the Toby Maguire. I am a, I am Toby Maguire. I'm only I'm only Toby. Oh, I, don't, I think not, the Andrew Garfield ones were all right. I th- they were okay. If you saw the end of the second one, how Gwen Brutal. Like, how don't how, ruin it for yeah, people haven't I was seen. gonna say how it ends, I was just like Come on, man, that's fucked. But I thought, you know what? It was. A, it, I thought. I thought it was a good ending. Explain yeah. it to me. I've never seen it. Spoiler yeah. alert. <laughs> okay, spoiler alert to the. It was the second one that Andrew Garfield did. It was the one with Jimmy Fox, where he played um, Electro, yeah. Mister Electro, or something like that. Yeah. And uh, there's a scene at the end. There's a the new Goblin, the Green Goblin, comes back, mm. um, Harry, and there's a scene at the very end of the movie where they're in a clock tower. And Gwen is falling in the in the middle of the tower, and so he's it's in Spider Man. Andrew Garfield like dives after her, and they're just free falling through the middle of this clock tower. And he like webs her and then tries to grab her, and then the web grabs her, and he starts to pull up on her. But then like it just wasn't enough. She like 
As yep. soon as they got to the bottom and he pulled her up, her head dropped back and hit the bottom of the ground. Or, yeah. like, hit the ground. Like, she, like, slammed the ground and came back up. She died? Yeah, she yeah. died at the end of the movie. It, I was so they killed like, his girl? They killed the girl. Dang. Yeah. Who was it? It's uh, it Emma Emma Stone. Yeah. Oh, and she's hot, too. <laughs> she, I think she's done some really good movies. But, yeah, no, she's usually good. In, no, in, but the more important thing is she's more attractive than she's done good movies. Okay, you can look at it that way. You're more than welcome to. Oh, I thought we were in a group consensus. No, I don't think we were. And I, I think you should have been able to, to read my tone whenever I said that, but that's okay. I'm not going to shame you. Um, but Henry, the Yankees. Yeah. And you haven't been following as much as I thought I you really would. I really haven't, I know. Because, I mean, y'all just got Anthony Rizzo from the Cubs. Yep. Heartbreaking for those Cubs fans. Yeah, and he's been balling too. Two games, two homers. Yeah, and then uh, and they were both moonshots too. Joey Gallo is over there grabbing from Gallo's over there. The Rangers things are coming together over in New York. Yeah, because it's been pretty rocky this year. But you know we're coming for Boston. So also back to Spider Man, you asked him. So Spider Man kind of like does all of his stuff in Manhattan. That's kind of you know that's where he's from. Mm -hmm. Did they ever do any stories of Spider Man where he was in the Bronx? Is that a thing? He's probably like webbed up a bad guy there or something, but I mean, like No, he's Manhattan. He's Manhattan all the way. Yeah. He's got nothing to do with the Bronx. Okay, well maybe Henry was in Manhattan one day. Okay. You ever go to Manhattan? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, see it there. Well, Henry went to high school in the Bronx. I did. Go Rams. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean if something went down in the Bronx, Spider Man was not coming to help you. No, I, Spider-Man steered clear of the Bronx. It was, a little, <laughs> it was a little too dirty for him. He just was hanging out with MJ in uh, Manhattan up on hey, the Upper West Side. Going to Central Park and hanging out there. I guess, actually, is Central Park in Manhattan? Yes. Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. yeah Manhattan's pretty big. Harlem is also in Manhattan. Mm -hmm. I feel like most people don't know that. Chinatown. Is Harlem not a borough? Nope. Harlem's pretty small. Is it a neighborhood? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like, kind of like a, north, little, a little district. It's north North Manhattan. Oh. I used to get off in the I used to transfer at that train station every day Saw some weird stuff in Harlem Some guy tried to sell me a pink tricycle <laughs> it Was, under, <laughs> it, was, was it very big? <laughs> it was like a children's pink tricycle well, How much did he want for it? He, uh, he was just like, hey you want to buy this? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like nah, Maybe not today but <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I'll come back I've been feeling it you know, in a few days Yeah, I was like, I'll, I'll ride at home Yeah What's the craziest thing you saw uh, in the subways? Uh, I didn't take the subways too much. Okay. I, I took the train, like the like the real train, like above the ground. Okay. Um, there's always some weird stuff on the subways, but I remember one guy in like there was a bunch of Harlem Harlem stories. Like the pink tricycle is my favorite one, just because <laughs> it's so absurd. He's like holding it above his head, <laughs> like, "Hey, you want to buy this?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> but one time, uh, I had this one friend. His name was Jack. And uh, he was very awkward. Like, I mean, he was he was one of my buddies, but he was like pretty awkward socially. Like, couldn't really talk to other people. Um, but we loved him, you know. But there was this homeless guy, and uh, and the homeless guy was like, was like, I don't know, he was having a bad day or something. So he was chirping him, and he was like, "Hey, hey, what are you looking at?" Because my friend kind of like looked back at him because yeah. the guy was like talking. He was like, "What are you looking at?" And then my friend started walking faster. 
And then the homeless guy chased him and smacked him. Like he just slapped him across the face because my friend kind of looked back and he just slapped him. And then my friend took off full sprint and the homeless guy was sprinting after him. <laughs> and and, and we, he like turned the corner and the oh homeless guy was chasing him. And it was like me and, you know, 15 other guys that were just getting off the train and we were just cracking up. Like <laughs> it was kind of fucked up. That homeless guy wanted to hit somebody for yeah. some reason. Woke up and chose violence exactly what happened i mean oh, it's like, what are you looking at i'm gonna hit this guy yeah he's like look at this stupid kid in a tie and jacket chase he, after him and yeah he probably face. just you know put a dollar down on a lotto ticket scratched it nothing walks out and he's like fuck that kid <laughs> i'm gonna hit like, this I'm gonna kid. smack him <laughs> uh, yeah he was fine saw him the next day and we were like what happened and he was like i just ran <laughs> <laughs> just took off <laughs> damn I remember our our trip to uh, New York wasn't very long. When did you go? Uh, oh, like ten years ago. Yeah, Jeez. it was like 20, young, 2012. Yeah, we were pretty young, and um, I remember going around. What was it? Trinity and like twenty? No, like 20, Trinity and like forty third or forty sixth. Like right next to the city building. I don't know. How, I mean, I don't remember a whole lot, but. Um, the city building? There's like a, like a, like, it's hard to describe. I, I think we were staying in Manhattan. Mom would know better. Um, yeah. But we were definitely staying in Manhattan. Was it I know, I know. Was it Concord? Tr Trinity Concord. That sounds right. Um, but, anyways, I remember seeing, I remember going to Central Park for a little bit. Mm -hmm. I remember going to the, the really famous toy store. What was that called? Oh, my God. With the giant piano yeah. from the movie. Yeah, from, the, from Big, the movie. Big, yeah. Well, it's like, we saw the Empire State Building. Yeah, we did. We saw that. I wanted to go up there, but we didn't have the, the time for it. But yeah. um, a giant toy store. I know exactly what you're talking about. That place was cool. I'm gonna look it up. I, I, it's like it's right there. I, I I can almost almost say it. New York Toy Store. Um, but I remember seeing there's a really cool Apple Building or like an Apple Store next door. It had mm -hmm. like it's like a completely encased in glass, and the only way you can go inside of it is you walk into this cube of glass and go down a spiral staircase that's how you get to the apple store that's pretty cool fao shorts that's what it's called uh, fao shorts i've never been there really yeah i actually haven't done a lot of tourist touristy uh stuff in new york i've done the empire state building i've done i've done the the nba store that's a big touristy spot in i think it's in times square the m m stores there too I did that when I was like a kid. Right, I mean, right. it's kind of stupid, but <laughs> uh, it's fun. I've never done the Statue of Liberty, but I've seen it. Okay. Like from from Up the here. water. Yeah, like I've been pretty close to it in like a boat. Okay. But uh, never been on the island. I've never been. I've never been on it. No. Interesting. So, what's your favorite place to get a slice in the city? <laughs> I don't. I don't really have. A, I mean. I would just go to places that were in like proximity to me, you know, like right. the best slice I've ever had. I don't remember the name of the restaurant, but it was this super Italian uh, restaurant in Staten Island that my friend took me to. Okay. Staten Island is very Italian. It's okay. very Italian, a little Irish, but almost, almost all Italian. And it's very red too, believe it or not. Interesting. Like New York City as a whole is like super blue. Yeah. But Staten Island is like. Trump. <laughs> like it's kind of funny because they're all like firemen and stuff. So they, I don't know, but um, that's kind of getting away from it. But the all thing that the thing that I like about like the thing that I think is important about New York pizza is that it's all pretty good. 
Yeah. In my opinion, like so there's not really any bad pizza. Yeah, you you're going to get a, a bad slice every once in a while, but for the most part across the board it's solid. So you can really go anywhere in New York and walk in and get a slice and it's going to be fine. It's going to be good. Do you have like a favorite place you'd like to go to to get food like after school or something? There was a there was a place in Harlem right down the street from the train station and uh th- they would do a dollar slice. Dollar slice. Yeah, dollar slice. So we would all go in there, get, and they were big slices. Were they like big New York style pizza? Yeah. It, well, yeah, it was a big, big slice. So you go in and get two slices, and yeah, that was that was that was a good way. Uh, that that was a good way to like you know get back on the train and then go home. Like that was always nice. Were there hot dog stands everywhere? Like they're in the movies. Yeah, there there are some there are some hot dog stands. Oh. I actually had never gotten a hot dog from a hot dog stand until I. It was like the first time I got back to New York after school. <laughs> really? I was just like, yeah, I'm going to get a hot dog. I don't know why, but that's funny. That's cool. huh. Do you, uh, do you walk everywhere? Um, yeah. Or take the train. I mean, depends on where you're going, but you can basically take the subway anywhere. And what we would do, cause I'm about an hour North of the city. So we would take the train in and like drink beers on the train in high school and then go to the Yankee game. And that That's was always cool. fun because there was on game days, the train would drop you directly at the stadium. So you could just jump off and yeah. That's that cool. Was, that was a good time. Huh. So is there like a, a legit rivalry between the Giants and the Jets and Yankees Mets? Um, like, like, so like you don't really ever play. So like, no, like, so like I know that you're in the Bronx, so I'm sure there's fans that are, like you had friends that were probably Mets fans. Yeah. Or you had friends that were Giants fans. So, Jets Giants, it's pretty mutual. Like, it, we don't really root against each other, for the most part, because like I'm not going to root against the Giants. I like the Giants. Sure, I'm, I'm a Jets fan, but I can, you know, if the Giants are playing on a Monday night game and I'm watching it, like, I'll, yeah, okay, I'll root for the Giants. And most of my friends are Giants fans. Mets though, we don't really get along uh-huh. because they're just so they're so salty that they're Mets fans and. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, that's what I say, at least. I don't know. But, yeah, they get so pissed, and they're like, oh, you guys suck this year. Like, come, like DeGrom, like, we're so good. Yeah. And they're just so annoying. And it's like, we all know you're going to crash and burn, like, right before the playoffs. So, yeah. shut up. <laughs> so, there's, I, I, I find Mets fans to be a little obnoxious. But, I mean, that's just kind of me poking fun. Yeah. So, the, the Yankees are in the Bronx, and Mets are in Queens? Yes. Mets, Mets are in Queens, I believe. I think so. Yeah, so that's that's interesting. I, I thought that I mean I've I've definitely heard so many stories about the the rivalry almost. I mean you you could call it a rivalry, but just you know bad blood between the Subway Series. Yeah, yeah. I mean I think we've been in the World Series a couple times against them. Uh, oh, against them. Against the Mets, Mets Yankees World Series in New York. That's pretty cool. That would be awesome. Yeah, that I, never happened again. I think it was in like the most recent one was in 1999 or. Dude, I don't think the Yankees won in 1999. Maybe no, two, they did. No, they, they were, did. They were yeah, 98, they 99, 2000. Yeah, they they definitely won in 2000 because that was the year I was born. I yeah. think they actually beat the Mets in 2000. Okay. Is, maybe. I, I, I Don't quote me on that. But it was somewhere around there. Somewhere around 2000, they played the Mets and won. That was pretty cool. Hmm. But yeah, no, interesting. Uh, New York is, is cool. Interesting place. I'd like to go back at some point just to go see everything. But, I mean, everyone's, mm-hmm. everyone's fleeing. Everyone's fleeing, but it'll be back. Yeah, I'm sure it will it be. It will be back for sure. It's just kind of in a slump right now. Yeah. But, you know, the is real that, estate will go down. People will start moving in. Is it mostly a COVID thing or is it politics? It's 
both. I think it's the way that COVID was handled by the government. A lot of people were like, I'm getting out of here. And also the taxes are just going oh, way, yeah. way, way up. So people are like, I don't want to pay all these taxes. So I'm just going to leave. So I know that you don't live in this city. How do your parents feel about you know, living still? Yeah, I talked to my dad actually the other day because my dad is building a new house and he's almost done. He wants to move in in two weeks, which is, uh, it's been a very long process. Is it in, in New York? Yep, it's uh, in the same town that uh, they live in now, Garrison, where I, where I grew up. Uh, nice. But what my dad said is like, you know, New York, it's a little it's a little rough, like what's going on right now with the politics and the taxes and people all leaving and, and all that stuff. But he's like, we're in a good spot. Like the, like being down in the city, it, it can get a little crazy, but where, where my dad is up there, super secluded, very yeah. beautiful nature, pretty low key. So he's in a good spot. So it's very different than like what people think of when I think of New York, you know? Right. I mean, like when you think of New York, you don't really even think of upstate at all. Yeah, you, you think, think of Manhattan. The, you think of the city. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, yeah, there's really good. There's actually some really nice mountains in upstate New York. Um, yeah. So there's some good hiking, really good fishing. I've asked you about skiing before, too. Yeah, I, I actually uh, I did skiing. I actually just started skiing this past winter. So I went like five or six times in New York, but it's not very good. I mean, like when you go out to Colorado, you're like, oh, okay, this is a whole different animal. Right, this is legit. Yeah, because there's no powder up there. A lot of people call it the ice coast, <laughs> like all the mountains up there because, you know. But, uh, but it's fun. It's And I was just trying to learn before I went out west and actually did some skiing. So it was perfect to like figure out, um, you know, how to ski a little bit. So it's yeah. good. Yeah. There's, a lot to, there's a lot to offer up there. It's cool. Is the fishing any good? Yeah, great, great trout fishing. Oh, nice, very nice. What's like your most common fish to catch? Like, is it all pretty much trout, or I feel like it'd be the bass. Like, you go to any, any tank anywhere in the United yeah. States, it's just bass. Bass are like one of the most invasive species. They're everywhere. Oh yeah, they're like rats and mice. Yeah. So yeah, probably bass. Yeah, any lake is bass. Um, but I I prefer trout fishing. I don't even really bother with bass anymore. Oh, sure. I just get on the river and yeah, snag some trout. That's what we did. We we went to the river in Colorado and tried to do some freezing cold fly fishing. Yeah, fly yeah, fishing. Dude, well. I slipped in my hand. Like I had to catch myself, and I put my hand in the water so I could like not fall in. When I pulled my hand out, my glove was frozen in five <laughs> seconds. Oh yeah. So I just had to go no glove the rest of the time, and man, ice cubes in my fingers were. But I say that's why you try and do it in the summertime. I mean, at least yeah. in the, the late summer, early fall. Mm -hmm. uh, actually even like right around this time this would be a perfect time to go fly fishing but no trying to go fly fishing in the winter is brutal so cold because remember when we were running our waders and the guys were like yeah you can go fishing right now if you want yeah. <laughs> yeah, didn't really he was wasn't really into it for us he was just like yeah you know, go knock yourself out <laughs> that's pretty much his entire attitude he's like yep y'all go for it have fun because there's i mean the nice thing about it is that no one else is really out there so it's really just us you know in the elements. Mm. I'm pretty sure when it gets colder, trout go deeper, right? I mean, we were fishing in like shallow. It was like three, four feet. Yeah. So we went back in during spring break and it was, it was snowing. Yeah. It was, it was snowing on us. And, uh, yeah, I remember seeing maybe one or two, but that river was definitely deeper than the one that we went to, uh, back in January, December. Um, Yeah. But it was actually really cool to be able to like stand in the water and they swim by like two feet away from you. It's like, dude, that's a you almost you almost noodled one. Yeah, I was noodled really, one. Yeah, What's that? it's where you just like take your hand and pull the fish out of the water. 
I was I was so damn close. I do want to noodle a fish someday. Like I want to go noodling for catfish. You take a big old handful of bait, swim down to the bottom of the lake, stick your arm out, let a, I don't know, 80, 100 pound catfish swallow your entire arm up to your elbow, and then you just curl that thing out of the water as you swim up. I would, I would have so much fun trying to do that. Man, something about catfish kind of messes with me because I know that their whiskers are sharp. They got those barbs. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, I've been cut by catfish, their back fin. They, whenever they get out of the water, they flick it and you don't want to be on the wrong side of that thing. You tell me the story that on a baseball trip, you oh, and yeah. some friends went to the beach. Yeah, we went to um, Corpus Beach during a baseball trip. We had finished our games for the day and we were all just having a good time and we found a dead catfish on the ground. It was maybe like eight inches, like two pounds, maybe. Really small. Yeah. Uh, I forgot who picked it up, but... Someone picked it up. He threw it at Ravon, and Ravon ducked it, saw it coming, you know, like weaved it, and it just stuck, just straight in the back of Bryson's back, and it was just hanging there. And then it's by the whiskers, no, by like the barb. Catfish have barbs in their mouth, like they have like a horizontal barb that'll come oh. by. And catfish aren't poison in themselves, but if the um, if the barb like penetrates your skin, it's just covered in bacteria, so you get an infection. But um, that catfish stuck in his back. Yeah, like catfish just dangling out of the middle of his back, and we're all just standing there, like, did not see that coming. You know, like, what do we do? Did he go to the hospital? Yeah, he did end up going to the hospital. But we <laughs> ran over to like a tent on the beach, and we're like, what the fuck do we do? And they had they were there paramedics just, like nearby. No, there weren't any paramedics. It was just like some family trying to enjoy the time. <laughs> Man, just trying to have a peaceful evening on the beach. Yeah. Just ruin their day. But they kid ran over with a catfish stuck to his back. <laughs> yeah, but they hilarious. did actually happen to have um, like uh, rubbing alcohol, so that we were able to clean the cut. But he did have to go to the hospital. He got like two stitches to like. Oh my gosh! Close the hole. Yeah, it was it was crazy. Brutal. Yeah. That's probably the thing about catfish that's just kind of weird because like they don't have any teeth; they just swallow, they just swallow it. Yeah, so I don't know. They just seem odd as a as a fish in general. They'll eat anything. They're like the anything. goats of the sea, <laughs> goats of the river, the lake, or the crap hole they live in. Tiger sharks. Tiger sharks don't eat anything. Yeah. Oh. There's like stories of people cutting open. Like scientists will cut open a tiger shark's stomach when it dies to see what it was eating. And they'll find like metal and clocks and like, <laughs> clocks. Yeah, like, like just garbage from the ocean. They just swallow it. Don't, don't a lot of fish already do that because we pollute our oceans so bad they just eat everything. Save the turtles. Seriously. I hate seeing those, those pictures of turtles with like six pack holders around yeah, their heads. Those are uncomfortable. But yeah. we got to weigh our pros and cons because whenever I go get a drink, like a fountain drink, and it has a paper straw... It's not the same. It's just not it the sucks. same. Like, I'm not a big fan of paper straws. I'll go buy my own I'd metal rather straw. just not use a straw. Than yeah, yeah I would rather straw. use no straw than a paper straw. Bill, sure. Bill Burr has a bit, though, and he's talking about, like, turtles and, you know, save the turtles and garbage. And it's like, where do you think all of our garbage goes? It goes in the ocean. Like, <laughs> like there's so much of it. It goes in the ocean. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the convenience of just, you know, taking... You know, your trash and putting in the trash can. So nice. Don't I mean, worry about I, it more. It's just gone. The idea worry about of disposable isn't really a thing. It's kind of just like when we think of throwing something away, it goes to a landfill 
where the, the person we give it to did the same thing as us. You just throw it somewhere. You know, like nothing is truly just disposable unless it's organic matter that's going to get, you know, decompensated. And you could burn it. Yeah, but then you make like O2 gases and O2. I, I don't know. Just you make those harmful gases that go yeah, in the It uh, puts a whole nose on layer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So can't burn it. Can't bury it. So what do you do with it? Feed it to the fish. <laughs> Feed it to the tiger sharks. <laughs> I guess that's the solution. Just make more tiger sharks. Yeah, I don't know if there is a solution. Like it's, I mean, it's just got to be like you got to use biodegradable stuff, right? Because mm-hmm. how else are you going to get rid of plastic? You can't. Yeah, I was. I saw a thing about like how long it takes to decompose like a, a regular plastic bottle like this, and it was like one day. 100 days 300 days a thousand days and the plastic bottle just like never did anything but then there was like a hemp plastic bottle you know like made out of weed. i have seen this and mm-hmm. it, it goes away in like 90 days which would mean what if you left it in your car and forgot about it and then just started decomposing and water just spills all over the floor of your car well that's on you valid point yeah that's your fault let's move on yeah dispose of it. or you're no, also not supposed to drink water bottles like that you leave in your car yeah no it doesn't like sun do something to the yeah, water yeah it like uh it's the phthalates inside of the plastic that mess with you yeah you don't want to drink those i do remember one time i was like thirsty as shit and i just like pulled a water bottle that's been in the bed of my truck out that's been there for like two months i took a sip and i was like that was not water <laughs> i don't know what that was but no you can get a metal straw yeah you can get metal straws and man they're awesome because you can kill yourselves with them. It's pretty cool. I've heard some stories. People stabbing themselves with their metal straws. I think there's a definitely a, some metal straw fatalities. This shit you just have to be an aggressive drinker to stab yourself <laughs> with a metal straw. Let's see. Metal straw death. That's a big sip. Here's, here's the first thing that comes up. A woman in England died after falling into a reusable metal straw, <laughs> which pierced her head in the tragic accident has renewed debate over bans on plastic straws. Fuck that lady, save the turtles. <laughs> <laughs> she fell on her plastic straw, stabbed herself in the head, and died. That's That sucks. Yeah, That's, that's unfortunate. That's, like, very, that's very unfortunate. That's a lot of people think they're having a bad day, but like that's a bad day. Yeah, she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she doesn't have any more days. And we're laughing about it. I mean, I'm not, I mean, we're not laughing at her, but like the, yeah, the situation she was placed situation. in. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if she tripped. I wonder how she fell on it. Yeah. I wish there was some was information she like, on orientation. Maybe she was just like carrying it around because this was like collapsible metal straws. It will collapse. Yeah. But I mean, no, that was it like, do you think it was in a drink? It had to have been on? standing up. Because it, if it, it can't just lay on the floor. Maybe she was holding it in her hand. She's like, you know, what? I'm taking my little straw with me everywhere I go. Have you ever, have you ever been like drinking out of a um, a straw that like you have in your cup holder and you don't like take the drink out of the cup holder as you take a sip? Like the car is moving, you just like lean over and take a sip. Have you ever had like the car go over a bump while you're doing that and then you get stabbed in the roof of the mouth by the straw? Yes. Yeah, me too. That shit sucks. Brutal, man. So relatable. Thank God it wasn't a metal straw though. Yeah, could have died. Dead. So here's some more information on that. The woman, 60 year old Ooh. Elena, she have kids. Struthers Gardner doesn't say, 
was carrying a glass with a 10-inch long stainless steel straw when she fell, and the straw impaled her eye, Ooh. causing fatal brain injuries. That's that that's a bad way to go. Yeah, that's brutal. What do you think she was drinking? Who knows? You know what? She could have been drunk. I don't know. Yeah. She could have been. But um, now she drink alcohol and use metal straws. Which is like the idea of a metal straw in the first place. I mean, it's pretty dangerous. No, it's All, not. Yeah, I mean, like, no, it's not. Dude. So if you get like a metal straw, I mean, it's it's still sharp. I mean, like any straw, I mean, it's got. Yeah, sharp. if you fall and impale yourself in the eye, but like, I mean, a plastic straw is going to be pretty deadly too if it goes through your eye. No. Yeah, but also at the same time, I mean, metal straw has. I mean, the, the plastic straw at some point will it'll collapse on itself from that pressure. I mean, they're, they're pretty flimsy. They're not that strong, but metal. I mean, you might even be able to consider that a weapon. You could stab someone with a metal I'm straw. I'm still trying to figure out what she was drinking. Let's just say water. Let's, okay. say, she, let's okay. say she had a plastic Starbucks cup and she replaced the green straw with a metal straw. Mm. Tripped. And said she had scoliosis too. So, double whammy there. You think the scoliosis was a factor? Probably why she tripped. Do people with scoliosis trip a lot? I mean, when your back's not straight, I, I can only imagine. Yeah, it probably didn't help. Yeah, I think she was off balance. And then she stepped on that that snail. I don't her. think that that is warrant for the ban of metal straws, though. I think that that's just a ridiculous thing that happened. That's unfortunate. But that's just one case that I read. I don't know how many there are in, in general. I mean, maybe I could see. I hope there's not that many. Total. Sad. Total metal straw fatalities. This is a really good thing to end on is fatalities <laughs> to uh, ridiculous scenarios. Let's well, see. it started with Save the Turtles. It started out oh, with fatalities of the environment. Yeah. Well, so far, what I can see is it looks like most of all the articles are just this one. Just poor Elena? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, someone's got to do it first. Yeah. It, it's all the, the same story. Just she impales her eye with a metal straw and dies. That's Poor nice. ladies. But uh, you know what? Sometimes it, it takes one to make a change, you know? I mean, when you think about it, like when you see a sign for something somewhere, there is a reason there is a sign for that. But you see those signs sometimes and they're pretty ridiculous. They're just yeah, ridiculous yeah. Ass signs. Where yeah, it's like, like no parking. <laughs> don't park here what are you saying though like what are some ridiculous signs that, <laughs> I'm, I'm that just trying tickle to your brain <laughs> that's funny um, I'm trying to think of some let me look some up here's one it says do not breathe underwater <laughs> that'd be uh that'd so, be a, so clearly someone trying to challenge <laughs> Let's see. Yeah. I think one of the funniest signs I've ever seen, it was a meme for, um, it was just a thing that said, do not cross field unless you can do it in nine seconds because the bull can do it in 10. Yeah, I've seen that one. Um, and I was going to say something for what it was. Um, but the metal straws, I don't know how I feel about them. Don't really like them that much. And the paper straws aren't that great either. I mean, Oh, I know what I was going to say. I've seen a uh, a researcher, or at least there, there was someone that came up with a way that he could, he or she could dispose of plastic efficiently. 
and effectively turn it into intern turn plastic into something. Yeah, it'd be some kind of energy. Maybe. Um, let me get some more information on it. Cabo Bob's has a uh, like a biodegradable straw. That's it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you ever if you ever use it, it's like blue, <laughs> but it's not it's not that papery sort of feel. Here's what it is. Solid. There's a, a bioengineer, and this was a little while ago. I'm surprised this hasn't taken off, but has found a bacteria that can eat plastic. Oh, I did hear Ooh. something about this. Yes. It can eat, that it can eat plastic and turn it into water. Okay, I think you lost me there. It eats plastic and then turns it into water. We should put all the plastic in Africa and then... Just put a there. bunch Just of bacteria there, and then no. it'll turn into water, forget and then the Africa has water. Solve two problems. No, no. let's just forget the bacteria part. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> just, just plant, you know, stall jokes. Yeah. But it, I don't know if this is, if it's, if it's real. Actually, I, I'm sure I believe it is real. That gigantic heap of garbage, like the... Yeah, the landform of garbage in the middle. Garbage of the Island. It's that's what it's called, Garbage Island. It is actually twice the size of Texas. Really? Yeah. Look Where it is up. it? The Great Pacific Garbage Patch. Wow. It's uh in the North Pacific Ocean. Let's see. National Geographic's gonna pull it up for me. Oh. And it is affected by the currents in the ocean. So it fluctuates between the coast of California and moves all, all the way across the Pacific Ocean over towards Japan and then back. So it's, wow, just, so it's just like a giant dump truck. It's a, gig- a gigantic oval of garbage. Wow. Yeah, that's brutal. Just throw all the bacteria out there, you know? Just make a bunch of it. Yeah, and then it would just be more water. Yeah, and you wouldn't even know what happened. Just disappear. But what happens when the, the sea levels start rising and we start flooding, like, Florida and coastal cities? Well, then... Move the beaches. Just move the beaches somewhere else. Sounds right. like a good idea. That's all you have to do. Move the beaches. It's like, if you have to move your town, you know, just pick it up, move it somewhere else. Just pick it up. And push it. Push so it over here. Push it somewhere else. But then you mix the plastic turning into water with glacial melt, which apparently is a thing. It is a thing. Oh, is it? I don't know enough about it. But I mean, I I, I believe it's valid. I'm, I I would believe it if you made a convincing case about it. But I, I would go either way about it, its validity. Um, There's lots of factors. It has. It's a two-way street, I'd say. I just feel like there's, like we were talking about the other day, like whenever there's a problem that arises, whether it's political or not, it's not always cause and effect. It's not always this happens because this. It's not always black and white. Like, yeah. Like there's a lot of things that go into play that make anything happen ever. Yeah. And so, you know, glacial, the, the glaciers freezing in the north and south, the way that they are, people are claiming it is. They say it's because of greenhouse gases, which, yeah, that's probably a, a, a factor. It's probably part of it, but that's mm. probably not the whole thing. There's probably a lot of things happening, too, yeah. things that we can't control, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I just, I mean, I need to do more research on it if I'm going to talk any more about it, but um, I just feel like, you know, it's so easy to just say, like, yeah, you know, this makes sense. Greenhouse gases are causing 
the temperatures to rise all over the globe, which they probably are, and making glaciers melt and raising the levels of the ocean, which is a problem. And there's also probably some other things at play, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Probably some natural things. You know. Yeah. The earth has always fluctuated in temperature. Mm-hmm. It gets hot and cold. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. I don't know. There's a lot of problems. <laughs> yeah, a lot of problems. <laughs> things that need to be solved, but then who's going to solve them? Um, does Mars has does Mars have an atmosphere? No. I do. no, it does not. It does not. Yeah. So the thing that I do know from astronomy that I took in high school, the one that you didn't have the opportunity to take, because yeah. I know that you would have. Yeah, I definitely would. Have. It was a really good class. One thing I did learn is that because the Earth is the size that it is, whenever it was being formed. And it was cooling off because it was got really hot. It was just this gigantic melting yeah. ball, just like Mars was. Earth is a little bigger than Mars. And so because Mars was a little bit smaller, it cooled off faster. And because it cooled off so fast, it didn't have the opportunity to form a magnetic field. Oh. And because of that, the sun destroyed all basically any chance of life on Mars and turned it into a wasteland oh. because it doesn't have a magnetic field. Interesting. Because it cooled off too quickly. Isn't there some theories, though, that people believe that there was water on Mars? Oh, yeah. There was water on Mars at one point. And then the sun, I mean, dried it up. Because there's no reason that... I wonder how long the water was there. That's a good question. Um, Don't know. And we're, I guess, figuring out more and more every day. But the only reason that we exist and we're even alive right now is because we have a magnetic field that protects us from the sun. Yeah, there is that one thing that I do like to think about is... Like, every planet has its prime time for life. And throughout the entire universe, there's, throughout past and future, there's so much opportunity for life all across the universe. Well, I think most universe. planets are not able to sustain life. You know? I mean, like, at the time, but, like, at one point, Mars was not what it is now. Um, there could have been life on Mars at one point. It had water. I mean... I mean, to, to try and figure out what life even is or what it means, uh, there it goes, um, it's something as small as bacteria. So you yeah. could say bacteria on another planet, that's life. That's life somewhere else. That's alien life. Yeah, um, that is true. But like Earth right now, it's in its prime time. And then at one point, Earth is going to go into that time period where it's either too close to the sun or something like that, and the Earth is inhabitable. That's why we have to leave Earth and why we're looking at Mars. I don't know that... We're going to get too close to the sun. Or just the sun gets too no, big. No, the sun will explode. Or yeah. the sun will just expand. Yeah. And we'll just burn it, burn everything up. Unless we kill ourselves first. That's beat, very possible. Beat the sun to it. <laughs> Imagine, like, <laughs> the tan that you'd have, though. Man. You'd all be, be a sick tan. Be all of skin like Greek gods. Looking like bronze statues everywhere we go. Um, we can get into that party on SpongeBob. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sun bleached. But wherever... Uh, Wherever there's water, there's life. And it's really interesting because there's a moon of Jupiter called Europa. It's one of the four inner moons because Jupiter is so massive. It has like 60 moons or it's, something. Like I mean, that. it's so many satellites going around Jupiter because of how strong its, its pull is. Yeah. Um, but one of, the, one of the moons is just an ice ball. It's a, a ball of ice with basically um, a sphere of water underneath it. And so I think we have sent a probe there. It's either on the way there or it's already been there. Let me see. But there's a chance that there's some kind of life on Europa just because the fact that there's water there. Um, yeah. Would you guys go to Mars 
If, uh, if it was like a one-way ticket. One-way ticket to Mars, would you do it? Out of here. Honestly, yeah. You, I would would do, you both it. do it? Yeah. Um, no way. Maybe. I don't know. I don't That's know how I feel. You, got, you guys can do the podcast from Mars. Yeah, <laughs> the first Martian podcast. <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna. I think that I don't think I'd visit. But I, think I would you say it depends on what point in life I am. Like if it's right now, ooh, probably not. But if I'm like 40, I wouldn't mind dedicating the yeah, rest of my life. But what are you gonna do on Mars? I mean, like, it would be the beginning of the advancement of us maybe, going or to Or maybe a you'd planet. go there and you'd be like, oh, yeah, we actually can't sustain life here. <laughs> and <laughs> then you'd just be like, all right, well, <laughs> that's <See ya>. it. <laughs> all right, that was fun. Oh, my God, I'd just go poke a hole in my spacesuit or something. No, I probably wouldn't go, but if uh, they perfected... it would be pretty boring. I think, it'd, I think it'd get old after, I don't know, a couple of months. Yeah. Like, you really want to be on Mars for 30 years. Like, what are you going to do? can't do anything there's no sports there's no fucking <laughs> there's no jets on <laughs> mars um but no going back to what i was talking about just saying like i did the europa probe it's going to europa is uh scheduled to launch in october of 2024 so it hasn't launched yet but it's gonna it's gonna go and they're gonna go to europa and see if they can't find something there then there's something about like on jupiter it rains diamonds or something like that there's some moon or something like that that rains diamonds like why don't we just send like a giant goodie bag over there that collects all of it well here's the thing which might be kind of controversial there's a lot of diamonds on earth a lot that is true no you don't understand there are more diamonds than than you would think because the reason <laughs> no i'm sorry I, I i had a michael scott moment there just for a second but what i'm saying is there's there's more than enough diamonds for a lot of people whoever wants them the only reason that diamonds are as expensive as they are is because there's basically one maybe two companies tops yeah. that control the mines the, the flow of how much diamonds go to market or how many so diamonds they just make it super scarce so yeah so they choke the the market the market of diamonds so it drives the price of diamonds up and that's one of the crazy sounds like a monopoly it's exactly what it is and uh what's crazy is the most effective marketing scheme of all time. How old do you think the trend, the tradition is at least of in, engagement rings? Engagement rings, yeah, in Western culture. I've heard about that a couple, like a couple hundred years, right? Two thousand, barely even a hundred. They started pushing. You know, if you really care about, you know, your wife telling these guys, I mean, they're advertising towards guys because guys are the ones that are going to buy them. Yeah, this was yeah nineteen tens, twenties, right in there, maybe a little bit earlier. To go get, you know, your your fiance a a, a ring. They just started campaigning it everywhere, and I forget the name of the company. It's probably one of the old, oldest diamond companies that there is. That's what you do. You go get them a diamond ring, and so it's just kind of what we've done over time. And so now it is. It's customary. It's tradition that if you want to propose to a woman, then you go get a diamond ring, and it was not that way, and it's barely been that way for a hundred years. So marriage is just like a market, like a money grab. <laughs> it's not a money grab. There's a lot more <laughs> that goes into marriage. Okay, love and a money grab. <laughs> In some cases, maybe. But uh, no, it, it's it's kind of odd that we just kind of grabbed onto this thing and said like, yep, this is what we've always done. This is how you're supposed to do it. And I think the concept of a ring is a good idea, though. It is a good idea, but also at the same because time. Because you can clearly see who is accounted for and who is not by looking at their hand. You know? What if they don't have hands? That's unfortunate. Yeah, that's where, where well, good for them the, for still getting married with no hands. Where would you yeah, put good the for ring? Them. Like, would you just like go to your toe, or do you, would you? Well, they don't have toes either. Maybe you could wear it on like a necklace. You get your nipples pierced. Nipple ring. 
That poor guy. Very romantic. But then, how are you supposed to know that you're married if you're out in public? I mean, it's I mean, what if you what if you start getting hit on and they just you don't even realize you're like, oh yeah, like pull your shirt tight. Yeah, just like, oh yeah, here's my nipple ring. Sorry, married nipple ring. Just gotta flash and be like, sorry, I'm married. Um. Okay, I was just looking at the new telescope. Sorry, I'm kind of a a mess, a, a space nerd. I really like space a lot. And there's a new telescope, and I'm really excited. I and mean, it's been in the works at least since I was in astronomy class. That astronomy class in high school, it was supposed to launch. It was the the James Webb telescope, and it's supposed to create such better pictures in the Hubble telescope. You know the, the Hubble telescope. Yeah, it's been around and, for a and while. You, and you can see. I mean, that's where we get most of all of our pictures of space. Nothing was launched in the early 90s. Yeah. It's been up there for a long time. And there's been a lot of revisions on it. There's been a lot of people. They spent a lot of people up there to go fix it. Maybe it gets hit by something or maybe they want to update it. Maybe. I don't know. Mm. But new telescope. It'd be the most powerful and complex space telescope ever built. And we're going to be able to see so much more and so much clearer what space is. Um, and I'm trying to see when it's supposed to launch. I mean, they, they've pushed back the launch date so many times, but gosh, I'm super excited. I'm I, sure there's a lot of things that go into making oh, that happen. Oh, yeah. So I'm really excited for, for the day that happens. I drove past um, the Texas Instruments, that guy's house or mansion. It's like um, the calculator guy? Yeah, the calculator guy. Calculator TI-84 guy. guy. Yeah. They, uh, he has a mansion over in uh, kind of like by Westlake. God, and what you, a money grab. Yeah, it's so listen to this. It's crazy. He has a $75 million mansion in Westlake and he doesn't even live there. He turned it into a museum (laughs) and it's got and it's got one of those observatory like massive telescopes. Like you could see it from so far away, like the big circle with the, you know, with the scope coming out. It was, that was unreal. That guy sold a lot of calculators. Yeah, he did pretty well. It's a pretty crazy market. He sold those calculators. I mean, remember schools? Your school would like mandate that you had to get one. Oh yeah, and every every yeah. classroom has every thirty. Every school of them. in the country, yeah, he would sell it to every single kid. Like that's yeah, that's genius. Ridiculous. I mean, just imagine. Yep, I invented a calculator. And Capitalism. Then, and then that's it. I mean, you're done. Made a calculator that can draw graphs. That's it. What a beast. What a guy. I, I know they can do a lot more than just draw graphs, but. Did you ever learn how to like go to the graph and like put dots so you can make like pictures on the graph? I remember there's a, c- a couple of formulas you could put in. Someone told me like, yeah, put in this formula and it comes back, like, it comes back and it draws boobs or something like, <laughs> like, yeah, like, cool. That's, yeah. That's, that's a cool, cool graph to have. Yeah. There was what function was it? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Yeah. There was one where you could like, just like go on the graph and put a dot like wherever you want. So whenever like what in tarnation was a meme or whatever, I put like a hat. That was years ago. Good gosh. That was freshman year. Yeah. So that was a long time ago. Five years ago. I don't, Henry doesn't even remember the wet tarnation meme. I do briefly. Wasn't yeah. it like a dog with a, a cowboy hat? Um, it was a cat. Oh, it was a cat. Oh, that's right. It was a cat. Yeah. Anyways, our, old memes. Our culture is so odd. Going downhill. <laughs> I think the memes have gotten a lot weaker lately. Yeah, it's it's just like there was a meme that was literally just a picture of Markiplier, and it says A E E. Yeah, like what is that? Yeah, that was a while ago. But anyways, yeah, I think it's I think it's interesting seeing how humor amongst generations has changed. Yeah, and so like you and I might laugh at something that no other generation would understand. Like you look, it's like a, a dog doing something stupid, and we're like, oh, that's so funny. And then you know, like a thirty year old looks at it, and he's like, 
why that's not even funny at all. Yeah. And then, you know, your parents will laugh at something stupid on TV. You're like, why do you think that's funny? Like, that's not even funny. Yeah, like a despicable meme, minion meme on Facebook. Exactly. <laughs> Mom cracks. Oh, oh my gosh. I love the yeah. minion. It's so cute. Look how funny it is. Like, it just said banana. What do you care? Yeah. <laughs> banana. Yeah, exactly. So our generation's going to be crazy. Like, because we're the first generation that grew up with iPhones. Like, our yeah. parents had to learn how to use them, you know? Yeah. So we were just born into them. We're, we're going to get shit done. Or at least some of us are. And then other people are just going to keep making ridiculous memes into their 40s. <laughs> what if being, what if making memes becomes like an actual profession? It is. Look it, at people on Instagram. Definitely is. Meme pages. Yeah. yeah. Meme yeah. pages with like 10 million followers. Those meme pages are making Yeah, money. ad revenue. Yeah. Oh, facts. Yeah, you Remember all those posts that they do where it'll be like some half-naked girl and it's like... Oh my god! Follow, I, follow, I hate whatever. Those drafts. It's so annoying. It's I, was, so I just want to laugh. Man. I just want to look at memes. Like I'm yeah. not trying to see this girl's butt. Like you want to come play tennis with me? No, I want to. I want to laugh. Like make me laugh. Yeah, show me something funny. Yeah, and you know what's funny? Your serve. Nice. Yeah. Good got, burn. Good got roast. Her. Got I, her. I hope she heard that. She can't even. <laughs> whoever she is, can't even play tennis. Jokes on her. Yeah. Um. But you know, like what Henry was saying, I think it'll be really interesting to see how our generation stacks up against even the one right before us. I mean, someone who's, so if I'm 23, someone who's, let's say Ben's age. Ben's what, 26? Yeah, Ben's 26. Wow. Just like he is so much different as a generation already than me. And then you're way different than I am. Major, Major's, you're you're almost 20. The gap between me, you, and Ben, like our age group yeah it's so different very odd as yeah. you get older though the uh the age gap becomes less noticeable that is true you know mm-hmm. that is true like when you're you know 10 you're not gonna be friends with someone that's 16 but when you're 30 you know someone that's 36 it's like the same thing you know? right right but also there's this thing like a really dramatic change in culture and life with the internet and the accessibility of phones and how fast you know, you talk to your friends and you see funny things and you can communicate and a, a generation that grew up with that versus one that kind of got that around 10, 11 years old. But then there's kids nowadays that they've got an iPhone in their hand by the time they're like six or seven years old. And it's just like, that's ridiculous. You ever see kids in public walking around just staring at an iPad, just like uh, walking behind their parents? Yeah, it's a digital pacifier. Grinds my gears. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it so much, but. Yeah, I mean, people are going to be very, very different. And so starting, I would say, with the generation just behind us, these 9, 10-year-olds that grew up with having, you know. Technology all the time. Exactly, having this crazy. Think about about how many kids in, like, our generation know how to code really well compared to our parents' generation. Like, it's insanely, you know. So the technology is going to just keep, keep, keep getting better. And then the generation below us, they're going to be better with it, you know. Yeah. Know. It's gonna be cool. Dude, we'll there's, gonna be, out. Yeah. there's gonna be a point in time when we're like our parents, like we're trying to learn how to use an iPhone, and our kids are gonna be like, "God, you're so fucking stupid." And I've, I've thought about that too. Nah, I, was I, like, don't think so. I was like, "When is that gonna happen?" When I get to like you know 40 years old, and I don't even know how to use the next you know TV. No, not even TV, just like the projector. You know. Yeah, but think about it. There's always something new coming out, so you kind of keep learning. Yeah, uh, I don't. I think we're pretty dynamic. But yeah. who knows? Because it's going to get crazy. It's going to keep changing. I mean, I mean, there's also the thing about the people. The things where things have changed over generations, where the type of media that you consume, the entertainment. So, like, you ever grow up 
And your did you have video games growing up in your house? Uh, yes. Uh, I think I we got a, P, a PlayStation Two when I was in like fourth grade. Okay. So, would your parents be like, "Stop playing those video games. You've been playing for too long. Do something else." And they're like, "Okay with you watching TV instead." Um. Did that ever happen? Yeah, I guess, I guess it depends. We well, we weren't allowed to play or watch TV during the school week. Right. But we still would sometimes. Right. We were that way too. too. Yeah. Um, but we always, we, me and my brothers always played sports and stuff. So we were, we were pretty active. We were always playing wiffle ball and whatever, you know? Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. But yeah, that is weird though, that you can, you know, play video games right, but or well, not play video games, but watch TV. Right. Like, uh, I was getting that, getting the fact that I guess video games are this new thing, this new addiction that people can do versus, you know, 20, 30 years ago, TVs are this new addiction. So that's kind of mm-hmm. what your parents grew up with. And so they, and I've seen it happen before where you know, I've been at friends' house, like, you know, stop playing video games so much. And I'm like, what do we do? They're like, We're like, watch TV, watch something like go watch TV, or do something <laughs> else. Like it's the same thing. Literally. Literally, it's, it's literally the same thing, but they're okay with that versus video games for some reason, just cause it's this new thing, I guess that they can't really relate to. Honestly, I would prefer them play video games and watch TV. Cause at least they're doing something. Yeah. It's like TV is more mindless. Yeah. You kind of just sit there and, process what's going on with video games you're actively processing and you right. know, doing the next thing we were never allowed to play call of duty or anything though. us too we're the same way yeah not because of the violence like my dad didn't really give a shit about that but he just didn't want us like being those kids that just play call of duty all the time you know like he didn't want us getting glued to it yeah which we, at the time i was like oh no i'll get to just let me get call of duty like all my friends play it and he's like no and i was like all right whatever but then looking back i'm like i'm glad i didn't because I mean, it's just kind of wasted like time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. time. My friends suck. would play that so much, dude. Like, I'd go over to their house, and they'd just play Call of Duty. Was, yeah. Whatever. I remember those times. I remember we got an Xbox 360 for Christmas with Halo Reach Edition. It was a Halo Reach Edition. I got It was a Christmas present for me. And my dad took the Halo Reach out of the, out of the, the box and then gave me the Xbox. I was like... What the fuck am I supposed to play? <laughs> <laughs> and they give you no games to play with it. They just gave me the Xbox. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, gener- I mean, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how people's generations shake out. See how, how everything stacks up. Only time will tell. Mm. Okay, well, it's almost an hour and a half, y'all. Nice. Yeah. Well, before it gets too late, got some other things we're going to accomplish tonight. And make sure I get this posted. But uh, you guys have any closing thoughts? We're sure. Well, thanks for having me on, guys. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Welcome to your first podcast. First podcast. Yeah, that was, that was a good time. That was, I'd say that was it was a good fun. experience today. Yeah. First time having a guest. Yeah. Just got the the, the third microphone. Came in yesterday. Installed <laughs> it myself. Yeah, I, I warmed it up with my spit. So yeah, good. It's just all good. Just sure whoever wants to use. You can come on whenever you want. You're more than welcome to. Cool. Yeah. No. Thanks for having me, guys. It was a ton of fun. Yeah. Uh, there was a little bit of a a programming error earlier on that I don't think you noticed, but I we kind of fixed it like 20 minutes. In. Yeah, about 20, 25 minutes in, I recognized that there was an issue with your mic, and I fixed it. I don't know. Was you, I a little quiet? Yeah, your mic was just a little bit too quiet, so I, I turned it up a little bit, and I don't know why because I I turned it up before. And then I did I, notice that when, actually. I, when I changed the microphone type, it sent it back down to the level that it was before. So I had to go back and raise it up. So yeah, everything's good. Everything's it's okay. I think I hit my stride around minute 20. So. Yeah. Yeah. You were on a roll. You're on fire. Yeah. Good place. Okay. Well, I guess that was the, the sixth episode. Happy Monday, y'all.
No, seven. that's the seventh exercise. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. This is seven. Gosh. So have you done one every day? That's seven days in a row? Or did you? No, we no, did. We did not do one. Did we not? We did not do one Sunday. Yes. Sorry, just had a little moment. Yeah. So we did uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So then we skipped Sunday. And, well, the the, the schedule is going to try to do it Monday through Friday. Yeah. I guess Saturday every once in a while. If we feel good. like it. Maybe occasional Saturday special. Exactly. That's what we were saying. Just the, the occasional Saturday special. But you know, it was the first week. You got to kick off the first week with a Saturday special. So. Looking forward to it. All right. Well. It has been a good time. It's been a great time. So, if you're listening, thanks for checking us out. And have a good rest of your day. Thanks. <laughs>